Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tuesday. Um, Here we are, day number two, focusing on Matthew 20, verses 1 through 16. But before we get that, we have a few things we have to take care of. And first of all, we are playing God's word God's Wordle this week. And um, Travis has a five-letter word. Uh, He knows it starts with S. He knows that the second to last letter is an A, and it's it's a biblical person, place, or thing. Now, he can choose to come up with another word that starts with S, or he could choose to choose another word to see if he can get any more letters out of this. But let's see what he let's see what he comes up with. I need a word, Travis. Five letters. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Um. I will. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to think of like a. Um, I already did speak. And it was kind of hard to think on the spot. Um, Could just be a random five letter word to see if you get any other letters out of it. Let's see. I keep on thinking of things that already have this stuff in it. Right, right. Um, how about strap? Okay, let's, let's go with that. Okay, so we have S T R A P. Well, we know the S is in the right spot, and we know that the A is in the right spot. Um, there are no T's in the word. There are no R's in the word, and there are no P's in the word. So that that didn't help too much. I got rid to of work on this in between recordings. I know. I got you got rid of the T, and you got rid of uh, the R, and you got rid of the P. Well, so you know three letters that is not. Anyway, so we're still sitting at letter number one S, and then we, letter number four A. Who knows? There's probably listeners out there. I know what it is. I know what it is already. But <laughs> I did too hard. good on the first day. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Hey, if you get one letter, hey, you're averaging one letter per day. There you go. Okay, so we'll see what tomorrow brings. All right. Um, on to much better things than <laughs> Wordle. Uh, hey, it's Tuesday, and typically on the podcast here, it's a Testimony Tuesday. And uh, Travis, we were just talking before we pushed record here. He would just love to share a little bit about, I don't know, kind of how he, kind of his testimony kind of how he uh, came to be introduced to the Lord and how he continues to grow a little bit and I'll throw it over to Travis. Yeah. Um, so I think, I don't know, depending on if people listened to previous ones, they might have caught, I believe in that one, I kind of talked about uh, my initial, like really finding finding my faith. And then um, I think one of the stories, one of the testimonies I wanted to share was probably um, another, kind of one of those Kairos moments that come along um you know, you, you have those, I think, throughout your your spiritual journey. Oh, yeah. um, and so actually attending Kelvin um, for engineering was, uh, I, I made it through high school and that wasn't too hard for me academically. And I made it into my freshman year at Kelvin and proceeded to take my lumps of, uh, I thought I had academics pretty well nailed down. And all of a sudden you find out that um, the things and the effort that you had applied doesn't work or it doesn't get you the same results at the so, college level. Yes. Or at least um, the engineering college level. Yes. So, 
I do remember um, a very specific, um, uh, a very specific moment where um, things were just kind of culminating, and um, actually in a basement in one of the residence halls, just uh, sort of breaking down and, and reaching a spot where I I didn't have any. It's like I don't have anything else left to give, and I'm kind of at wit's end. And I just remember at that point turning, um, you know, and actually just praying because I don't really, I, I didn't know what else to do at that point and kind of just going, Hey, I don't, you know, God, I don't know if this is you telling me that like you suck at college and, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm calling you another direction or what's going on. And so I just, yeah, I just spent some real, uh, focused time just kind of, um, yeah, just reaching out to God and really just talking through that and just trying to figure out what, what I was supposed to do. Cause it was just that it wasn't working. And, um, what, what was, I think what hits me most is just the, um, the act of turning and the act of, and it's something that I'm still learning, you know, at 44, 44 years of age of, you know, God wants us to turn to him and wants us to bring to him whatever we got going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times when those, you know, when you're struggling and something like that's happening, um, that action of turning is just, I don't know, it, it sticks with you. And I, I'd like to say, I think, I think I do get better at it with, as you keep on getting older, cause you sure. remember how faithful God was in the past and it causes you to turn that much quicker. Or yes. It makes you, you know, go to the father right away. Right. Don't let it just, you know, don't try to right. use your own devices for as long as you can and then right. wait for it to all be coming apart and then go to God. You know, right. um, so that was just a really, uh, yeah, a freshman year in college and just, uh, and I can't point to exactly, I mean, other than that turning, I can't point to like that I got a tutor or that I, you know, there right. was certain things that I think people that came alongside me and making some good friends and that sort of thing that had a big, you know, that helped, but um, I think I, for me spiritually, I look at back at that moment and just say that was a point where the spirit really helped me come before the father and just pour it all out yes. and just get it out on the floor. And it's, um, yeah, that's a, still a practice and an exercise to keep, to keep doing and yes. keep learning and doing it faster and yeah. every day. Isn't it so interesting how the Lord often uses those low times, yeah. right? In our lives, those yeah. times when we're just like especially those times when we're trying to do it on our own and, we, and then we get to that low point and also we like, yeah, that's when we start talking, okay, to God um, in, 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 just, in just meaningful, gut-wrenching ways, right? And the, and the Holy Spirit, like you said, which just really works during those times. Yeah. But, but we, got, we got to do the turning, right? Yep. We, got to, we got to talk with him. We got to in, in, include him in those low times. And yeah. that's cool. Yeah. That the Lord used that as a young guy Yep. What were you like? 18, 19 years old, probably. <laughs> yeah, like you know, eighteen, nineteen. Right. Yeah. And that's that's cool that the Lord worked in that low time in your life. Yes. Yeah. But in LFI, you say it, it. You know, it's something that we need to continue to do because we continue to have low times, and but even during the high times, you know, we need to like talk with them too. And it's just weird because it's like I don't like I said I don't rem- remember the circumstances after that. I yeah. do remember like things got immensely better after mm. that. Um, you know, two years after that, then I was resident assistant, you know, in the dorms and just mm. loving it, you mm. know, and actually college, uh, just the academics, there's still some pieces that I struggled with, but after that, it's just like, 
I don't know, like, mm. you know, miraculous. God gives me that, you know, triggers the right things yeah. where you're just all of a sudden starting to figure it out. Or I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But yay, God. It's another yay, God story. Absolutely. Yes. Very cool. All right. Here we are. Matthew 20. Uh, the first 16 verses again. Travis is going to read it uh, today on this Tuesday. And um, yesterday we kind of focused on the landowner. Today we're going to focus more on um, the workers that he chose to work in his field. So, Travis, throw it over to you. All right. Listeners, I won't read this as eloquently as Tom did. But oh, come on. <laughs> I'm jealous at his ability no, to read no. through this, but that's okay. You'll You'll get Travis's mumbling. So, here we go. Matthew 20. Uh, 1 through 16. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire workers for his vineyard. He agreed to pay them a denarius for the day and sent them into his vineyard. About nine in the morning, he went out and saw others standing in the marketplace doing nothing. He told them, you also go and work in my vineyard and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. He went out again at about noon and about three in the afternoon and did the same thing. About five in the afternoon, he went out and found still others standing around. He asked them, Why have you been standing here all day long doing nothing? Because no one has hired us, they answered. He said to them, You also go and work in my vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Call the workers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last ones hired and going on to the first. The workers who were hired about five in the afternoon came and each received a denarius. So when those who were hired first, so when those came who were hired first, they expected to receive more, but each one of them also received a denarius. When they received it, they began to grumble against the landowner. These who were hired last worked only about one hour, they said, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the work in the heat of the day. But he answered one of them, I am not being unfair to you, friend. Didn't I agree to... To work, didn't you agree to work for a denarius? Take your pay and go. I want to give the one who has hired the last the same as I gave you. Don't I have the right to do that, uh, do what I want with my own money? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first and the first will be last. All right. Thank you. Um, so one thing I noticed about the, about the workers is obviously they were hired. Mm-hmm. Okay, they were chosen, and we talked a little bit about that at the end of the podcast yesterday, how Jesus or how God the Father is a chooser, right? Um, but the workers were chosen, and, and we who choose to follow Christ today are also in that same boat, right? We've been chosen by the Lord. But then I noticed that um, he sent them out to the vineyard, and that just made me think that, you know, well, we as Christ followers are also sent. Mm-hmm. Now, I know two Sundays ago, um, Matt and Kevin were up front, you know, just reminding us, what is the purpose of the church, right? And they reminded yeah. us of the, of, the, of the great commandments, and they reminded us of the great commission. Mm-hmm. And that whole idea of being sent falls right into that whole great commission thing, mm-hmm. right? Go and make disciples, right, yeah. of all nations. And so the guys in the story, the guys in the parable, um, obviously their job was to go and tend the fields and or, or the vineyards, right, and to, um, to cultivate the soil if needed and to pick the grapes when needed and at the right time and prune when needed. Um, but our job, right, our job is to go and make disciples in our own families, you know, in our workplaces, in our neighborhoods, that is our job. And that's just one thing that just stuck out to me as I looked at the workers. Like, hey, they were 
hired, but then they were sent to do a job. Yeah. And that's what we Christians are too. Yeah. We're chosen and then we're sent. Yep. Not just to be not just to be chosen and, and then, hey, I've been chosen. No. <laughs> We've been chosen to do something. Right. Yeah. In God's vineyard. Right. And yes. to make disciples of all nations. Yeah. How about you? Anything about the workers that jumped out at you? Um, I, one of the things is that um, we don't understand what God's doing. So, we, like, the people hired at 5 o'clock, I'm sure, are just like, what, what are you doing? Like, and, and not to mention the ones who are hired in the morning, like, what are you doing? And how, um, yeah, just how great salvation is. Like, I, you know, I, I hope, you know, I, I sit in a spot where, you, you know, if you've lived as a Christian for, most of your life, I would hope you get to the end and you're just as excited about the person who on their deathbed is found by Jesus right. as the person who lived their whole life. And, um, at the same point, I can understand where <laughs> it's the, there's, there's certain, um, yeah, there's a certain burden of, of being a Christian long-term that, you know, um, when you talk about working through the heat of the day and everything else, but, um, I, when you're talking about the harvest and people being brought in, it's, I don't know. There's just great joy. It's, you know, it, it's just people coming to find Jesus and being found by Jesus, exactly. being chosen is just, is just so great that I, I hope that that's not there, but I think it's also like, that's also a warning. Cause it's like, you know, we're the church people. So the, to me, it almost, the, the people hired in the morning almost hit his like in the prodigal son, like the, like almost the other son that was at home, like, you know, it's like that, you know, I want to have my own parties or right? why did that, you know, it's not, it's not fair. Like, right, right. And so then it's, to me, it was kind of like, oh, that's a, that's a guard to watch out, you know, like make sure that you don't have, um, I don't know, just have envy or have, you know, wish that you could have, you know, well, I wish I could have lived it up before I knew Jesus right, or something right. like that. And yeah. it's like, you know, most of the people that I know that would say, no, you don't. Cause that's, there's so much pain and stuff associated with that. Um, but yeah, those are, those are some of the thoughts. Well, I noticed that, yeah, like, like you said, those workers that were hired first in the morning, um, I mean, they had certain expectations that because they were hired earlier, that there'd be something more for them. Right. And I think they were like unfair, yeah, unfair. Right. Yep. And like you had said, they were, they were like envious. They're, they're grumbling. And I wrote here, like, can we be that way sometimes? You know, I look and go, I don't think I am. But I have to, but I have to do a little gut check and go. Well, am I that way? Yeah. Sometimes. At least shine the light in there and just kind of like, <laughs> right? Look around. Am I? Am I envious sometimes? Um, I hope not. But I, I need to. I need to look. Right. Yeah. I like how you said that. Shine the light in there and see. Okay. What are your feelings towards other people, other Christians? Right. Well, uh, yeah. And I think the other thing that I I thought of one other note is the. God really uses this to drill down uh, first, last, last, first. Um, yes. Which happens like throughout the Bible, but this one's like, it's kind of in your face because he's, if, if you took it literally, it's, I mean, the person who is at five o'clock gets paid first and gets paid the same as the person who is right. last. <laughs> You're just kind of like, oh, that's pretty, right. um, yeah, it's it's pretty forceful. Yeah. It's, yeah, there's, there's no mincing first, last, last, first there. Right. So as we finish up on this Tuesday, Travis, is there any like challenge we could leave other listeners today that um, that they could bring into their day that you can think of? Yeah, I would say um, 
I'd say one is always, always be open to, um, the spirit looking and, you know, shining light in your heart for the, especially those of us that are, um, that are, that are chosen by God or that have walked with, you know, walked with God for a while. Cause it's, I think this can be a warning to us to say, Hey, you know, um, just, just make sure that your heart's in the right spot. But, um, I think for, uh, maybe above and even more important than that is just, you know, the salvation of God is just so like, don't, you can't try to logic almost doesn't apply. Our brains are, haven't been given the, um, maybe the ability to understand what God's love and love is and how he would choose us. Um, no matter what time of the day we we're chosen to come into the vineyard. Right. So, right. So yeah, good words. All right, listeners, thank you for listening today, and we will see you back here tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you. Thank you.